0: The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Think not that I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until it is all accomplished. Whoever then relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But he who does them and teaches them shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: So, into the scene for today's gospel, the Lord is still up on the mount and he is uh, just spoken and given his, uh, you know, the Beatitudes, uh, the beautiful law of grace that he has communicated now to those who are following him. And he is also here going to correct an error that might be creeping into the minds of his disciples and his followers because he has so often been in conflict with the scribes and the Pharisees. And one of the main accusations that the scribes and the Pharisees throw against Christ is that he breaks the law. He breaks the Sabbath. He does things that are contrary to the law of Moses. But as we see in the first reading for today from the book of Deuteronomy, is that the law which God gives for his people is a law that comes from his wisdom and from his understanding. And it is that what happens when they follow that law, that they are seen as a people of wisdom and understanding. And so the law comes from the very wisdom of God. And so you can understand how some people might have been scandalized at these accusations against Christ. Why does he seem or appear to break the law or work contrary to the law? And we know that he does not break the law. And so what has happened is whenever he meets the Pharisees and the scribes, he often throws out different corrections to them. One of the corrections that he throws out to them is that they elevate the lesser laws. There is a hierarchy of laws. There are laws which are more fundamental. Even the church's canon law has a fundamental principle that governs uh, throughout its interpretation and its application, which is the salvation of souls. That's the, that's the ultimate intention uh, behind the law. And so you have the intention that God has within the law, his intention of love, his intention for the salvation and the sanctification of his people, And there is also an order to the law. And so what we see is when he is asked which are the greatest of the commandments, the greatest of the laws, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, love your neighbor as yourself. And so he gives, again, this structure to the law. And what has happened when he meets with the scribes and Pharisees, he accuses them of elevating the lesser things, the things that actually benefit them the most. And so they emphasize the paying of tithes. The paying of tithes even on the the least things the herbs and so what happens is is that while they emphasize these lesser things he says they're doing away with the more fundamental laws of god that fundamental law of love that love that god has for his people a love that must be lived out in truth and according to his wisdom and understanding and so what the lord is doing here with his disciples is showing that he has not come to abolish these things the law is good The law is a wisdom, the wisdom of God, which should govern our actions. But it should govern our actions with right intention and for its right intended purposes. And it must not be distorted as the scribes and the Pharisees were doing, distorting it for their own gain. And so what happens here is the Lord is giving by His own example what it is to fulfill the law. So how does He fulfill the law? He fulfills it in His actions. In everything that he does, he fulfills what the prophets have spoken of him. He also follows all of the precepts of the law. We know even from when he was a child, we had the reading recently of when they go up to the temple when he is 12 years old for the feast of Passover. They obey the precepts of the law, they follow them and he follows them diligently. And he followed them even as a child and he follows them even now at this moment. And so then what he is saying to the people is that his actions are the fulfillment of the law. He is the fulfillment of the law. Everything that he does fulfills the law and fulfills it perfectly. He is the same God who gave the law. And so his actions and his life manifest the full perfection of what it is to live according to that law and to fulfill it. To fulfill it with love The other way in which he fulfills the law is that he gives something that the law cannot give. He gives grace. And so his grace comes to us, a grace which is able and does sanctify us and save us. The law cannot save us, but the new law of grace is able to save and to sanctify us. And so then what the Lord goes on to say is that whoever relaxes one of the least commandments, because he has not come again to abolish them but to fulfill them, they must be lived, they must be implemented for the right purpose. But the other accusation that he has against the scribes and the Pharisees is that they preach but they do not do. And so while they might emphasize all of these different aspects of the law, their preaching is undermined first and foremost by their own life their own life does not act according or fulfill in any way the law which they bind on the people, which the Lord says they bind as heavy burdens and do not even lift one finger to help them. And so what he is saying here as well is that anyone who relaxes the least of these commandments and then teaches others to do so by their preaching or by their manner of life shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them So whoever actually fulfills them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven because they both understand the law, they teach the law and they live the law and the prophets. And so also we are called in this season of Lent to turn back to the law of God, to turn back to the scripture, the prophets and its fulfillment in Christ in the New Testament and to imbibe, to drink in the scriptures and the word so that we might understand them, so that we might live them and teach them to others by our words and example, so that one day we might be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Amen.